Welcome to The Power of Stories, a podcast by women, about women, and for women. Their voices and their stories. I am Sharon Catherine D'Agostino, a passionate advocate for the empowerment of women and girls everywhere and the founder of SayItForward.org. And I'm Yodit Kifle-Smith, a creative dedicated to making sure the voices and stories of women are heard. I have the privilege of working with Sharon on SayItForward.org to do just that. In this podcast, you will meet courageous women from around the world whose unique path to empowerment will leave you encouraged and inspired. Today, we have Laura Stephanie joining us from Milan, Italy. Laura spent the first half of her life in Milan, working as a journalist for a fashion magazine. Later in life, she found a passion for yoga, and she is now a yoga instructor where she opened a studio on a small island off the coast of Venezuela. She loves to travel, volunteer, and explore different cultures, and we are so excited to learn more about her story today. Welcome, Laura. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so thrilled that you are here, Laura, and I'm very curious about what prompted you to leave your career in journalism. I had uh, this dream to be a journalist uh, since I was a kid, and I studied at university for this. I was living in Milan, so I got a, a really nice job in one important fashion magazine. And after some years, uh, I realized that uh, I was not happy. I was not happy because I was uh, working maybe 12 hours a day. I was very stressed. I was uh, super thin. I was uh, smoking 20 cigarettes a day. And I spent my weekend trying to restore and to recharge my battery. Let's say the dream job of my life was not what I expected. And I felt that there was really something draining me in this system. So with my, my boyfriend that had the kind of same, same life, we decided to stop and to look for something else. And we decided to take one sabbatical year to travel. The real uh, reason was that I was totally disconnected from myself. And of course, when you are disconnected, uh, you feel uh, unhappy. You feel there is a lack of something. The main reason we decided to, to change completely. When I left my job, I organized a, a big party with my colleagues, all journalists. They, they were telling me, oh, you are so brave. You're so brave. And I always thought, I'm not brave. You are much more brave than me because you stay and you face this every day. <laughs> I'm just uh, running away towards, I don't know. I'm going to agree with your former colleagues that that is really brave to say, I'm leaving this job that I have known and wanted and doing something completely different in another country. The transition then to studying yoga and then teaching yoga, tell us about that. Suddenly, after a few years of traveling, I had nothing you know, to do because 
I was not writing anymore. When you travel, you even if you, it's a job, no? You have to organize every day something when you travel with a backpack. So settling down in this island, I was feeling like, okay, and now what's next? So I started to practice yoga and in a very short time, I became really passionate with yoga because uh, I found uh, out that this was the, the connection that I was looking for. And the connection is really an inner connection with your inner self. So this was really impossible to resist. Then after a few years of intense practice, I felt on myself how yoga changed my perception of myself and of course of the, the world around me. And it was so nourishing that I, I, I wanted to share this with other people. And it's amazing because this connection I'm talking about, it's a connection with the body. It, let's say it passes through the body. It's not a mental connection. I did in my past years when I was in Milan, um, psychotherapy. But it was completely a different uh, approach on a mental level. You can talk, talk, talk and find reason and uh, being being very rational about what happened to you and why you can't uh, you can't face uh, some issues or but I was stuck in the same place, passing through the body, through the breath, through, through the physical sensations. I had this sense of really empowerment about myself. It's like when the, the yogis say that you come back home. This is the essence of the yoga practice. And when you feel it, when you experience something like this, of course, you want to, to share with others. What were some of the things that you were learning about yourself that you didn't know in years prior? I would say that uh, I felt uh, a kind of um, ease and comfort within myself. Being inside myself was really a big relief. I think it takes some uh, some courage you know, to look inside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you realize that you are enough, you have inside yourself everything you want, everything you need. You don't have to look around all the time. You don't have to run after things in our Western culture. They teach us since we are kids that we have to run after things, a career, money, perfect relationship, uh, family. And this the yoga practice gave me the opposite experience. Imagine someone whispers you, you can relax now. You can relax. Stop. Stop running. And then you made a move to India. Tell us about that move. 
after 10 years in the Caribbean and after I split with my partner, I was confused because I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to stay in the island and I, I didn't want to come back to Italy. So I I decided, okay, where do you go when you are confused and a little bit lost? You go to India. After 20 years of relationship, suddenly I was alone. It was a big, big earthquake for me. So uh, when I went to India alone, I was a little bit scared because uh, I heard uh, that India was very dangerous for a single woman traveling and uh, everybody was like, no, don't go. And I, I traveled for six months alone. And this experience uh, was super important uh, to, to make me feel strong again as a single woman. So I think this was another fundamental step of my growth. India is not dangerous, by the way. Of course, there are some situations that are really, really heavy for Indian women. I don't want to deny at all. But uh, I didn't have any bad experience. And then I felt super, super strong. It was like a, a life school. You said you traveled there for six months. What were some of the things that you were able to do while you were there? I did many things during six months uh, and I, I visited many places. Uh, I had to find uh, almost every day or every week uh, one place to sleep, one place to uh, where to eat. But the important thing for me was that I could do this uh, alone and I could uh, face any problem alone and solve it and also deal with my loneliness. Because, of course, when you travel alone, it's super uh, exciting, but sometimes you feel lonely. You feel very lonely. When you arrive in at 10, 10 o'clock in the night, uh, in a place, uh, it's dark, uh, you don't know where to go to, to sleep, you have to find an, a guest house, uh, and nobody is coming to pick you up at the train station. Uh, so... Sometimes you feel alone, but this thing to deal with after 20 years, because I was really 20 years with my partner, but 24 hours together, we were really, really close in a kind of symbiosis. Mm. So to, to do this alone and to survive, to survive mentally was the real deal for me. And then I started to volunteer. And this was another chapter of India that was extremely empowering for me, and I hope also for the women I work with, because I was uh, giving yoga classes to women victims of uh, sex trafficking mm -hmm. in Calcutta with an NGO that is uh, called New Light, and they do an amazing, amazing job since 20 years in uh, Kaligat Red Light District of mm -hmm. Calcutta. And another thing about yoga, I want to add, uh, it's that, of course, I don't speak uh, Hindi and I don't speak Bengali. In this case, in Calcutta, they speak Bengali. And these women, they, they don't speak English. And, uh, and yoga is, you don't need 
you don't need a language. You can share yoga practice, you can share the breathing, you can share emotions without uh, talking. Yes. So this was another thing that I, I learned about yoga, that is you can do yoga really mm. wherever. There is There are no limitations. We had amazing experience without uh, understanding each other through the language. Mm-hmm. What were some things that you learned from these women who were survivors of sex trafficking? There are no limitations in a human being, no limitations in terms of uh, resilience, because sometimes uh, you hear such a terrible story you know, from these women. And can I give you an example? Absolutely. We did a workshop in the countryside, and these women came from really poor villages where they can accuse you to be a witch. So it's a kind of middle age thing for us. So they were victims of this accusation, and they experienced terrible things. They were isolated, they were shaved. They were traumatized. And we did a three days workshop with these women, with yoga, dance, sharing circles. And they told some stories really heavy, but still they were there and they were laughing during the dance. They were laughing during the yoga. They were so happy to do this. So, really, we think we are limited we can renew ourselves mm-hmm. with the help of others we can do alone and i think in this case women with women because to heal a woman i think it, another woman is needed <laughs> this is not to create a separation it's just that uh, some issues, uh, I mean, we don't have exactly, we don't have to talk sometimes. We know, even with these two different uh, worlds, because uh, I come from Milan, they come from rural India, but still the connection was amazing with them. And we had fun. When I went to work in the red light district of Calcutta, before I was a little bit like uh, worried because I thought I, I will be in a very heavy situation and so sad because it will be too, too much for me. I received uh, so many hugs and smiles, and but there's still uh, some light. This is why they call new light, you know, with the NGO. There is some light. You can find it. So, Laura, how can we all encourage other women and girls to confidently use their voice and claim their power? Creating a connection between women through this podcast, through writing. When you tell your story and someone else is listening and is uh, realizing that I'm not alone, she felt exactly what I felt. This is already empowering, I think. When you can mirror yourself in another woman's story. So all the tools we have right now, through the online uh, uh, meetings and everything, all the social media, and telling 
everyone that is uh, her story is super interesting because I think uh, many of us we think mm, I'm um, no I don't have anything interesting to say to others I'm boring no nobody's boring <laughs> and uh, nothing is too said uh, not to be told the fact that you share is already healing Laura, what you've just shared is is truly the essence of why Say It Forward exists. And so thank you for saying that so beautifully, uh, because our stories are powerful. Your story has been incredibly powerful and so inspiring to hear. So thank you for, for taking the time to be with us today. To our listeners, as always, thank you for making the time to listen to this episode of the Power of Stories podcast. Laura. I had my thanks as well. And the way that you express the importance of the connection that women make with each other in sharing their stories and the power of stories, which is why this podcast, but also sayitforward.org were founded is because we really are not alone and there is a global sisterhood and we can support each other through our stories. So thank you very much, Laura. And thank you, Yodit, as always. And we send out a thank you to Lisa Dijavine, who is the co-producer and editor of these podcasts. This has been beautiful. Thank you again, Laura. No, thank you to you, Sharon. Thank you very much. Thank you. And to our listeners... We invite you to visit sayitforward.org, a place where you are welcome to share one or more stories about your unique path to empowerment, or you can read the stories of other women and girls. This is Sharon Catherine D'Agostino and Yodit Kifle-Smith signing off for now and hoping you'll join us for our next episode of the Power of Stories podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we do hope you'll give us a review and recommend the Power of Stories to a friend. And lastly, we want to remind you of the power of your story.